Welcome to the Confident Feminine Body Podcast, a place of healing and transformation in your relationship with your body, food, and fitness. I'm your host, Elizabeth Marbury. I'm an intuitive healer and coach and founder of our Confident Feminine Body Program, where I help women build their self-worth from the inside out, free their voice, and love the sexy skin they're in without diets, deprivation, and self-sacrifice. Think of this podcast as your empowering and fun self-love guide, where you'll get real-time advice and tangible tools as we navigate this body and food freedom journey together. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful soul. Today, we are going to be talking about how to befriend your inner critic and how to free your voice so you can build your confidence. Today, we're going to cover why so many women struggle to speak their truth. There's two different layers to that. We're going to go over how to tame the inner critic, perfectionist, people pleaser, so you can stop overthinking and start creating the life you want. And I'm going to teach you a five-step framework for working with your inner critic. And I'm super excited to talk about my stance on the inner critic because in the personal development coaching space, sometimes you'll hear people talk about, oh, I fired my inner critic or I just, you know, kick them to the curb or there's this kind of energy around the inner critic of, oh, I'm just going to like silence that voice and, and, you know, slap on a positive affirmation. And today, I hope that you, if that is where you're coming from, where you're used to kind of like saying, oh, there I go again, I'm doing that thing again, go, you know, I'm not listening to you, inner critic, go, you know, get off my bus. <laughs> I hope that today's episode will be give you a new perspective in working with your inner critic. So let's begin with why so many women struggle to speak their truth. And before I get into this, I want to say that Many of these concepts I learned from my coach, Summer Inanen. She's a wonderful body image coach. Check her out. And a lot of the teachings I'm going to share with you today, I learned from her. So I want to give her credit for that. So why so many women struggle to speak their truth? Number one is social oppressions. So sexism, classism, racism, ageism, All of these isms have an influence on how we feel about ourselves. So depending on the various identities that one holds and the layers of oppression that you have experienced as a result, that is absolutely going to impact whether you feel safe or confident in freeing your voice and speaking your truth. The second factor is psychological perspective. So what that means is really your lived experience. So oftentimes our self-confidence issues are born out of a belief that we are not good enough. We are not worthy, that nothing we ever do is good enough. And this, of course, is shaped from our life experiences, from our lived experiences that have reinforced this belief. So maybe when you were in school, you were bullied for speaking your truth and you learned that it's not safe for you to do so. Or maybe 
um, you were taught that good girls stay quiet. Good girls are only seen and not heard. And therefore, of course, you, you struggle to speak your truth. So those two different elements dance and play in why so many women struggle to speak their truth. So I want, to, I want you to pause for a moment. Take a deep breath. And I want you to think of a time when you struggled to speak your truth. Just see what comes to you. Trust that whatever thought or memory bubbled up is meant to be here. And I want you to get curious about why that block was there. Why in that moment you didn't speak your truth. And I invite you to do this exercise with my favorite mindset, which is curiosity versus judgment. So as you're remembering a time when you didn't feel like you could speak your truth or you wanted to free your voice, but you didn't, just getting curious about why that happened, what was present for you in that moment versus judging yourself for not speaking your truth. So let's explore how our inner critic shows up. So for many of us, our inner critic can show up as self-doubt when we are questioning ourselves. And I see this a lot in working with clients in my coaching practice where it shows up oftentimes in thought loops where we get stuck in thought loops where we make a decision like, I do not want to purchase this house, but then our intellect kind of jumps in and says, well, are you sure? But did you consider all these things? And then intuition is saying, no, I really don't want the house. And there's this like internal battle. So that is the voice of self-doubt, doubting your decisions. Your inner critic can also show up as your saboteur. It could be your inner judge, your control freak, wanting to be in control of everything and everyone. And for me, a lot of times my inner critic comes up when I'm feeling that voice of I should be more productive. So the should voice of I should be more productive, I should have a cleaner house, I should be a better parent, I should be further along in my business, all of those shoulds come from that voice of the inner critic. And so the goal here is to, instead of that mindset of, oh, inner critic is coming up, just shut up, I'm not going to listen to you, because what are you doing? You're just just closing it down, sweeping it under, under the rug, right? The goal is, instead of doing that, to learn to acknowledge and dance with your inner critic, to learn how to work with it versus eliminate it. And A really important reframe of working with the inner critic is to know that your inner critic is usually there to protect you. It is there because it wants to avoid conflict. It wants to avoid vulnerability. It wants to avoid shame and pain. And really, any time that you step out of your comfort zone, your inner critic is going to show up. So any time 
that you are starting something new, maybe a new job or a new relationship or a new workout routine, that voice of your inner critic is going to get turned up. So this is further proof that we need to learn how to live with our inner critic and really learn how to take our inner critic along for this ride. So I have another journaling prompt for you. Where do you notice your inner critic is the loudest? Where do you notice your inner critic is the loudest? Is it in your parenting? Is it in how you show up for work? Is it in your health? Is it when you log in and look at your bank account? Where do you notice your inner critic is the loudest? So remember, the goal here is not to eliminate the inner critic, but rather learn how to work with it and develop our self-compassion muscle, right? Because when you can reframe your relationship with your inner critic, with that inner judge, you better believe it's going to help you to be more compassionate with yourself. So we're going to go over now the five-step framework for working with your inner critic and I had my own framework that I I used. This particular one I'm going to share with you, I learned from Summer Inanen, and I love how she just broke it down in these five steps. So we're going to go through them quickly. Step one is you have to label and notice your inner critic, right? When does it show up? When does it show up? So that is absolutely the first step. You have to have awareness, right? You can't be on autopilot and just be, you know, floating along, right? You have to be intentional around this work. Labeling it is an option. So I think I've, I've shared this before when I was struggling with disordered eating, I labeled that voice around food and weight and body image. I labeled him Edgar and I could identify, oh, that's the voice of Edgar, And that really, really helped. And it actually leads right into step two. So again, step one is label and notice your inner critic. Step two, separate the I. So in yoga, we we call this practice non-attachment. And really what it is, is separating your voice from the voice of your inner critic. So when I labeled my inner critic Edgar, I could identify that that was Edgar speaking, but that wasn't me. That was just a thought I had that was rooted in fear, that was rooted in trying to protect me, that was rooted from a place of trying to keep me safe. And so practicing non-attachment, because the problem becomes when we start to define ourselves, we start to think that that voice of our inner critic is our truth. It is who we are. It's going to impact our self-esteem. Of course, it's going to impact our confidence and our sense of self-worth. And if you are struggling with low self-esteem, low self-worth, first of all, know that you're not alone. But second of all, this is why this work is so important is when you can do this work and, and really rebuild your confidence, you not only are going to be able to pour love into yourself, but you're going to be able to pour love into others. You're going to be able to serve others at your highest level. So moving into step three, understand the fear. Understand the fear. 
So remembering that that inner critic is the voice of protection, it is trying to protect us from emotional discomfort. It's trying to protect us from judgment, right? That's huge with women. A lot of times that comes up, judgment of others. What are other people going to think of me if I start my own business? What are other people going to think of me if I actually share my opinion about this? It's trying to protect us from disconnection, right? From abandonment. That fear of if I'm me, if I'm speaking my truth, am I going to be left? Am I going to be abandoned? Is the fear rooted in vulnerability? Are you, are you not comfortable with being vulnerable? Are you afraid of failure? Are you afraid of rejection? Is it scary to feel difficult emotions? Is it scary to step out of your comfort zone? So the question I want you to ask here when the inner critic is coming up for you is, what am I actually afraid of here? What am I afraid of here? Step four is a visualization technique. And this is the work that I do with my clients. I love this work because visualization and meditation and all the hypnotherapy techniques that I use are such a powerful, powerful way to help us process emotions. And specifically in the hypnotherapy techniques that I utilize, it helps you to really get into the subconscious, right? The voices and the stories that are running that maybe you didn't even know were there. So I'm going to give you one example of a visualization technique. So you can imagine that you are a bus and there's all these different parts of you on the bus. And when your inner critic is loud saying, you're not good at this, other people are better than you, what are people going to think, you're probably going to fail, what's the point, whatever that inner voice is saying, your inner critic you can visualize as this part of you that is driving your bus. And so what I like to do is notice, "Mm, okay, you're driving my bus. I'm going to ask you to kindly stand up and walk to the back of the bus and sit down. You're still on my bus. I love you. I know you're trying to keep me safe. You're trying to keep me small so I can avoid conflict and shame and fear. But I've got this. I've got this. I can take care of you. I can protect you and I'm going to drive the bus. So I love that visualization. There are so many other techniques, and I would say that that step is definitely helpful to do with a coach or a mentor. But again, there's lots of different ways that you can visualize um, being in conversation and, and working with the inner critic. Step five is tapping into your voice of compassion. Your voice of compassion. So one question I like to ask myself when I'm having toxic or negative thoughts about myself is I say, what is actually true? Is it true that I'm a bad mom? No, of course not. That's not true. Is it true that I don't know anything about business because I'm starting a new business? No, That's not true, right? So you identify that inner critic, that thought, and then you ask, what is actually true? And how do you know it's true, 
right? How do you know that it's true? Another question you can ask yourself is what do you need me to know right now? What do you need me to know right now? And I like to ask myself this question, placing a hand on my heart and then my other hand on top of that hand, breathing into the space in my chest and asking myself, what do you need me to know right now? And just allowing the answer to unfold. Maybe, maybe what you need to know right now is that you need more support. Maybe what you need right now is rest. Maybe what you need right now is sacred alone time. Or maybe you need to connect with an old friend. The answers that you seek are within. So really breathing into your heart space. So I hope that those tools will help you to identify when your inner critic is is coming into play and how you can start to befriend your inner critic. It has been a game changer for me and I hope for you as well. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I want to invite you to my new offering, which is Reclaim Your Inner Spark. And these are private one-on-one sessions with me where we will get you back in communion with your intuition, with your divine wisdom, with your heart's wisdom. And a lot of the work we do is in uncovering the inner critic, the voice of the saboteur that is keeping you stuck. Through this work together, we will clear and shift and heal these blocks. And my promise to you is by the end of this private session, you will feel not only energetically lighter, but you will know your exact next steps that come from a place of alignment within your heart, within your soul. And I'm super super excited about this offering. So I'm opening up five Reclaim Your Inner Spark private sessions. And the first five spots are available at 222. And then they're going to go up. This is for women who are done with the constant need for external validation from the scale, from the mirror, from the size of their jeans, from their bank account, their job title, their relationship status. This is for women who are ready to validate themselves by investing in building their self-worth from the inside out and really reconnecting to your inner spark, your intuition, so you can get those divine downloads so you can create a life that you love and you can feel confident in freeing your voice and speaking your truth. So these Reclaim Your Inner Spark sessions, they are private, one-on-one, they are virtual, so you can do it from anywhere. And we are going to clear the cobwebs of tired old stories that you already probably know aren't serving you, but you're just aren't sure how to shift them. And together we're going to energetically remove self-love blocks so you can receive your aligned exact next steps. I'm super pumped about these sessions. Again, because this is such a private, special, energetic container, I'm only offering five spots 
at this introductory pricing of 222. So if you wanna get in on one of those spots, here's what I want you to do. Send me an email, elizabeth at confidentfemininebody.com and just say I'm in for the private session or you can send me a DM on Instagram. My Instagram is Elizabeth Marbury or find me on Facebook. You can join our Confident Feminine Body Facebook group at confidentfemininebodygroup.com. Connect with me there and say, I want a Reclaim My Inner Spark session and I will hook you up. I'm so excited to work with you and see how you dance with your inner critic so you won't be governed by fear, but rather driven by the deep, really rooted belief that you are worthy, you are lovable, and you are enough. Have a beautiful and blessed day, my friends. Namaste. I'm Elizabeth Marbury, and I want to thank you for listening and hanging out with me today. Join our free community of brave soul sisters who are crushing it on their journey to body love and food freedom by going to confidentfemininebodygroup.com. That's confidentfemininebodygroup.com. And be sure to download my free gift while you're there. I'd also love to hang out with you on social media. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Elizabeth Marbury. I am sending you so much love today and always. See you next time.